and A to Z of the Holy Land, from Arab to Zion, with Ed Kessler, founder director of the Wolf Institute. Episode 17, Q for Quran. Kitabun fusilat ayatuhu, Quranan Arabian likaumen ya lamun, Bashiran wanadiran, fa'arada aktharuhum, fahum la yasmaun. This is a revelation from the kind, the caring, a book whose verses are clearly explained, an Arabic Quran for a people who know. It gives good news and warnings, but many of them will turn away and won't listen. Surah 41, verses 2 to 3. The revelation of the Quran took place over a 23-year period from the first revelation to the Prophet Muhammad in 609 CE to his death in 632. It consists of over 6,000 verses and more than 77,000 words, which, like the Old and New Testaments, have generated multiple and sometimes conflicting interpretations. The Quran is viewed as the perfection of previous revelations. Muhammad's attitude to Jews and Christians varied. Christians were nearest in love to the believers, but the Quran also condemned their Christological and Trinitarian beliefs. As for Jews, when they started but failed to continue to follow his rulings, attitudes hardened. Muhammad expelled two Jewish groups from Medina, and a third was severely treated, the men being killed and women and children sold into slavery. Nevertheless, the Quran makes a distinction between Jews and Christians, identified as Allah Kitab, that is people of the book, and everyone else, called Al-Mishrikin, those who associate partners with God, that is, idolaters. Muslims are allowed to intermarry and to eat the meat prepared by the people of the book, but not the Mushrikeen. The Holy Land is mentioned in the Quran on a few occasions. And you might be surprised that echoing the biblical promises, the Israelites were granted the right to a portion of land not identified geographically or by name. O my people, enter the holy land which Allah hath assigned to you. And again later, afterwards we told the Israelites, live in the land, and when the promise of the hereafter comes to pass, we will bring you all together as a mixed crowd. An apparent reference to the Jewish return to the holy land before the last judgment. Whilst these Quranic texts suggest the land was given to the children of Israel, this doesn't represent the mainstream view. Do not take the Jews and the Christians for your allies. They are but allies of one another, and whoever of you allies himself with them becomes verily one of them. Behold, God does not guide people who are unjust. Not only does this text represent a tradition that Muslims are forbidden to befriend Jews and Christians, but there's also a ruling that relinquishing sovereignty of territory to non-believers that had once been under Muslim rule is banned. However, before you mistakenly conclude the Quran is more intolerant than the Bible, I suggest you read Psalm 137, especially the last two verses, which hardly anyone reads, in public at least. The psalm begins, By the rivers of Babylon we sat down and wept as we remembered Zion a moving lamentation of exile as the Israelites are held captive in hostile territory, unable to sing the songs of their homeland in an alien place. But in the final verses, the mood changes from yearning to bitter anger. 
The psalmist curses the Babylonian soldiers who took Jerusalem. A blessing on anyone who treats you as you treated us. A blessing on anyone who seizes your babies and dashes them against a rock. On that note, the psalm ends. But let's return to the relationship between the Holy Land and the Quran. Like Jews and Christians, Muslims also regard the land as special, partly out of respect for the prophets who lived there, King David and King Solomon who ruled there, and Jesus, regarded by Muslims as a prophet who preached there. Since the rise of Zionism in the late 19th century, and especially since the creation of the State of Israel in 1948, some Muslims have emphasized its sterner teachings. There is a very small number who believe that the Quran offers divine sanction for the establishment of a Jewish state, but the majority argue the opposite. The whole of Palestine is a waqf, a religious endowment bestowed by God and should not be given up. According to the radical Islamist group Hamas, Jews there can be given security, but only if they convert to Islam or pay the jizya, a poll tax, and submit to Islamic rule. But what about the verses which describe the promise God made to give Jews the Holy Land? The Quran explains that they broke their contract. A view not dissimilar to the arguments of the rabbis who suggested that hatred by one Jew of another was a reason why the temple was destroyed, or the early church for whom the destruction of Jerusalem and the expulsion of Jews were as a result of sin, in this case, the Jewish rejection of Jesus. Another way to consider the relationship between the Quran and the Holy Land is to compare Mecca, al-Masjid al-Haram, and Jerusalem, al-Masjid al-Aqsa, since according to the Hadith, Jerusalem was the second sacred city created by God 40 years after Mecca. The connection between the two was established by Muhammad's night journey to Jerusalem, which is the location of the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Both sanctuaries are described as places of worship, Majid, a mosque, while one represents Muhammad's homeland, the other represents the most distant point to which he travelled. Subhanalladhi asra bi'abdihi laylan min al-masjid al-harami ila al-masjid al-aqsa aladhi barakna hawlahu. Exalted is he who took his servant by night from al-masjid al-haram to al-masjid al-aqsa, whose surroundings we have blessed. Surah 17, verse 1. After his return, and for approximately five years, daily prayer continued to be directed towards Jerusalem, which remained the first Qibla. This may have partly been due to the significance of Jewish and Christian prophetic tradition at a time when Muhammad still hoped to attract the Jews of Medina to the Muslim community. Although Muslims changed the direction of prayer to Mecca, the Holy Land has retained an important place in Islamic consciousness, and Jerusalem in particular has become known as the third holiest site in Islam after the Kaaba in Mecca and the Prophet's Mosque in Medina. Swift's returning to nest near the Western Wall 